Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Play the Bay is brought to you by Believe and BetOnline.ag. July is underway and a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and the MLB heading into the second half of the season, there's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of futures and prop bets you can wager on as well. BetOnline has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, play the bay. From Channel Side Drive, where Lord Stanley Cup rests. Time kicks down the Lightning with the Stanley Cup. Travel across the bridge to St. Pete to find our American League champs. And the Tampa Bay Rays have just won the American League pennant. And get ready to fire the cannons. Lob pass toward the end zone. Gronkowski makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. What a great grab by Gronk. Because it's time for another episode of Play the Bay. Play the Bay. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Play the Bay, presented by Believe Podcast Network and Three Daughters Brewing. We're going to do a merge show because we've got a lot of football to talk about. And me and Jordan, we're going to basically repeat all of the same stuff on Onside Chicks. So, so don't be confused by the intro if you're on the Onside Chicks uh, page. I can, pl- I can is, play it halfway through the show if you want as a, like a stinger. No, no, no. We're good. I will. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be It'll be okay. the magic of editing, but um, yeah, <laughs> so we're back. It's been a while for Play the Bay, but me and Jordan hopped on last week. So what have you guys been up to? Uh, I've been, I've been celebrating like championships, man. Mm. I mean, like the last, I think the last time we had a show was a couple weeks, like the week of like them winning the Stanley, Cup. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. And then the week after that, it was like me and Chip and Chip was like, I think still hung over from the Stanley Cup games. <laughs> so that show was like, a, it was like a 20 minute show. And he was like, he looked tired and he was just, you know, I was like, you know what, dude, let's, let's keep it abbreviated. And, and it's, it's, it's so, it's, <clears throat> it's so weird, man, because we have two Stanley Cup champions, championships. We haven't, we have, uh, we have we have the NFL a championship, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. I'm sorry, yeah, it's, we have a Super Bowl championship. We went to the World Series. It's like it's weird living in this area because it's like Title Town. We're Title Town now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it must be nice. It is just rubbing it in a little right? bit more. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so it's so nice to be not like the losers of the leagues now because we're like Title Town now. It's so nice. And Jordan, whenever like Kaylee, you- Kaylee, we're in this together. <laughs> I know we can't can't relate. <laughs> Jordan, whenever whenever you post something on Instagram about like you know football season's coming up, but you're wearing like Eagle stuff, I I'm so tempted to say. Just wait till next year because oh, yeah, Eagles. No, the Eagles got, will be so I got bad. a lot of hate today. I posted in my cute little Eagle sweatshirt. And I was okay. like, 50 days. And everyone was like, but you're rooting for the Eagles. And it's like, yeah. so what? Like, let me be excited. I, it's They're going to break my heart no matter what. It's fine. Did you see our what? banner that we hung up? 
No. Yeah, awkward. Oh, Very oh, awkward. It's, it's so weird. So we uh, finally, after months, we just took down Carson Wentz, like the banner <laughs> hanging up on the link. He was there for months. Like they, they no incentive to like just go and take it down. So we finally did that this week. And the banner that they decided to hang up is just Nick Foles' hands holding the Lombardi <laughs> trophy. How lazy are you guys? They, I was like, there's not one current player on our team that you want to promote or like anything nor like you're gonna just nick Foles is awkward little like and you can so tell it's cropped in like this awkward way <laughs> so you can't see nick Foles and you just see the lombardi and i was like we really couldn't do anything better to hang it's on the so side bad. of our stadium you, you couldn't like have a photo of jalen hurts like dropping back exactly or... they don't trust they're like we don't know who's gonna stay on this team so wow. let's just go with the pro they're like let's not curse it but <laughs> yeah. even in jacksonville like we put we put these guys who've like played one game like we put them up on the stadium like what else, what other choice do we have like right? like you just want like, no to it's exciting like get a do a photo shoot with him hang him up promote him a little bit like come on for the jags you could have like a a photo of trevor lawrence in the middle have with his long <laughs> thor locks Travis Etienne on the side, maybe on the left, and maybe Tim Tebow on the right. That's like a poster in itself. Oh. I often forget that Tim Tebow happened, and <laughs> I then I get reminded. Forget. I am, and it ruins my day every time. Like I hear it, and my brain has to process that it's a real thing that's happening um, all over again. So, thank you. Yeah. Is he officially that's on the team? Sure. Well, no one's officially on the team oh, okay, yet because right. we've got camp, but. But yeah, he's officially in camp. Okay, he's gonna be so on. He's gonna be on the team. He's gonna be on the team. So just letting you know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess we'll see. And so he gets paid. I'm convinced it's a conspiracy. Which is I funny because one of our topics is tight end tight end rankings uh, for for 2021 this this episode. So speaking yeah, of tight ends, it is, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna I, I just imagine him in the like sneaking in the quarterback room and then them being like tim it's not yeah. your room and he's like oh darn you. like <laughs> yeah he like silently walks out back into the tight ends room that's what i imagine him doing at every Can practice you imagine so. if they use him for like a trick play and they throw him yes that, like, i I'm... can imagine <laughs> So can it's I. gonna be this. It's gonna be the second play of the season. I promise. <laughs> I swear to God. It's Didn't Urban Meyer already say they're they're gonna maybe try and use Tebow yes. in kind of like the wildcat for, formation a few times? So yes, I'm like, oh my God, stop! It's only stop. just begun. <laughs> it's like we. It's like one step forward, four hundred steps back, constantly. Yeah. But all right, let's. You want to talk? Some lightning hockey before yeah, we, we, we uh, have won the Stanley Cup uh, championship uh, for the second year in a row. Uh, mm -hmm. We party like rock yeah. stars in Tampa Bay. Uh, we can dent championship trophies uh, like the best of them. And did you see the dent on that thing? I did. Oh my God. It was, but you know what? Let, let the Russians like have their fun and let them just. <laughs> party uh, it was it, it sucks because like you know we're just a few weeks after the press conferences with kucherov you know just saying number one bullshit all the time and just drinking mm -hmm. slugging you know bud lights and everything and i i ordered one of those shirts where it says number one bullshit like right after it happened and everything so it's it's been it's been fun to see those guys just go ham like for weeks straight and i think they're still partying but uh today was the expansion draft where the uh the seattle kraken did draft one of the the heroes of the team yanni gord is 
officially mm-hmm. left the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Everybody is very sad he has gone. I'm one of those people. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this team is going to be, <clears throat> especially because they're they're over cap. You know, they they've got some yeah. some moves they have to make where they're going to be cutting some people and and people that fans like. So just like the Rays do at times like these, they have to trade people that people like. So you know, get ready for you know the meat to get cut. So it's going to come, but you know. Two champs in a row is not that bad. I mean, if you want to go for a three P, we could, but you know. Are they gonna go for a three P? I mean, honest opinion of okay, honest opinion of are they gonna go and contend for another Stanley yes. Cup next year? But also who is based on what we saw this season, who's giving them a run for their money next year? You know, surprisingly enough, uh, you know, Montreal's gonna be back in that. Montreal the Habs are gonna be back into it too as well. Obviously, you know. Las Vegas is in it every single year, but they also mm-hmm. seem to choke every single year. So they'll be in it. Um, you know, it's just this team is still stacked, even though they're probably going to have to cut a few guys. I mean, they, they already traded good row for a, a draft pick of a couple, I think a week and a half ago. So, you know, there are some pieces that, you know, this team is going to be losing, but they're still going to be stacked. So they, I say, yes, they're still going to contend for a Stanley cup, but I mean, to go for a three peat is, tough as it is is yeah it's tough as it is anyway so i will say uh you know you never know what can happen in sports so uh hell why not let's go for three okay i feel you i has that ever happened in hockey i don't think i don't think a three-peat has happened in hockey okay okay i mean i officially declared my seattle kraken fandom back (laughs) When they unveiled all of the branding, so we'll be rivals next year, I guess. Okay, kind that's of. not fine. really. That's fine. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be fun. But I think being over the cap coming out of championship seasons is a little. It's the name of the game for pretty much every Tampa sport <laughs> at yeah. this point. So I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> but uh, all right, anything else on the lighting? Um, no, other than uh, it's it's been fun this past i think mm-hmm. almost year of just two championships just back to back it's been fun yeah you're riding on a high right now it's it's yeah. high it's high <laughs> the vibe the vibe in the city is nice and it's weird mm-hmm. because like you see people walking to a hockey game in like shorts and bikini tops coming from like a beach <laughs> bar going to the hockey game and i'm like okay that's a strange but it was uh, when they uh, i know a lot of people complain about having the the boat parade on a monday but it's like um, if, if yeah. you can't if you can't get it off, like tough. Like, do you know how much chaos that would have been to have it on a like, Friday or a Saturday? Like the manpower they would have had to bring in to like keep things under control in the harbor. Mm-hmm. Like you would have to bring in the National Guard to make sure things didn't get out of hand. And it kind of did get out of hand to a T, but still it was like people, oh, it's on a Monday. It's like take off work. If yeah, you use don't, a sick if, day. Yeah, if you don't yeah. have sick days, then get a better job. So, yeah. Also, the Bucks were midweek too, wasn't it? Like a Wednesday or something. I'm trying to think if it was later in the week, but it was like on, on like maybe a Wednesday or a Thursday, where you know Wednesday or Thursdays. That's like in the middle of the week. Nobody's gonna get you know their panties in a bunch because True. you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. I th- I think there's probably a benefit to doing it on a day that not everyone can make it out there because it's like. That's just a lot of people. We also have a small downtown and like right. a small area where that exists. Like it's not a very big city. So all of those people down there would have been um, too much. I also had to drive through it 
uh because I was going somewhere and I had to take that way and I was like I forgot what was happening and I was like do these people not work and then I remembered <laughs> and I was like oh okay I was I was I was in a, I was in midair and I was uh, looking at the Twitter feed and it was just pandemonium. It was fun. Stuff. Yeah, it was it was so, crazy. Comparing it to last to last year's boat parade, more and more insane than last last year's boat parade. I so. could feel that because I feel like there's people who got on. I don't want to call it the bandwagon, but like obviously there's not a lot of people in Florida who grew up like watching hockey. So I feel like that. Like there's from last year to this year, there was a lot of people that joined the hype right. from what I could tell around the city. So that makes I mean, sense. Just the fact that their own owner almost dropped the thing can tell you that first day. Like how he's how, great though. Yeah. He had, he was, it was like struggle bus for to, to, to him getting that cup up there. It was like, eh. My all right. Was, do we want to talk about a, I hear her. <laughs> I, I like her energy. Uh, um, <laughs> do we want to talk? Tampa Bay Rays trade deadline. Yes, let's do it real quick. Uh, I did go to the game today. They did walk off against the Baltimore Orioles, uh, taking the, uh, the the series two to three in a nice walk off fashion. My daughter was there and she enjoyed every every minute of it, and it was really awesome. She was there for nine innings and saw the walk off, which is really cool. And then, um, what was also really kind of interesting to it as well was I ate a whole thing of cotton candy, and I normally <laughs> never do that. And I was telling Kaylee before, and I was like, I felt ashamed. And just, <laughs> just really ashamed of myself for doing that. But when it's free, it's like, all right, I kind of have to do it. Yeah, if it's free, you have to. Did you feel like a sugar rush after? Were you like shaking a little bit? No, I just felt like I needed to take a shower. Because okay. It was like, yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I immediately got home, brushed my teeth, and like maybe was like, should I just take a a shower because I feel so ashamed of myself for eating <laughs> a huge thing of cotton candy while well, while she. Oh, well, well, my daughter was, she was passed out sleeping in the back of the, in my truck, she in my truck. And I was like, well, it's there. I have two of them. I mean, yeah, it was bad. I, there's something about cotton candy. And I feel like this when I bake as well, like when you're in the kitchen around like sugar and actual ingredients, I just can't then eat the thing. Like it's, I'm done. I need to wash it away from me. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to be around it. I'm over it. So I feel I felt even more ashamed too because my mouth was blue, like I'd been making out with a Smurf or an so avatar. It's like reminding you. Yeah, and like I had to like go meet a couple people and like talk in front of them. My mouth is just like <laughs> blue, and I'm like, yeah, this is me. I'm a 38 year old man eating blue cotton candy. <laughs> I love Bye. that for you. Yeah, you could have said it was anything. You could have been like, "Well, not I just, nothing I, just, I can think of would have sounded better." Though I just drank a bunch of blue curacao. There you go. That's why. My <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like um, Jolly Ranchers or something, but then I was like, that doesn't sound any more mature yeah. than uh, cotton candy. So never mind. At all. Cotton candy is a little bit more maybe mature. No, it's not mature at all. It's not even in that category. <laughs> I wouldn't even the say name that. of it. Cotton candy, like it just sounds like. <laughs> childish <laughs> it is <laughs> uh, yeah so going into the, the trade deadline i definitely see them being buyers uh there's a couple of spots that need to, to hit on is definitely starting pitching because with glass now is still you know kind of questionable to return archer is on his way back possibly but we've definitely seen that the starting pitching has been kind of like the achilles heel for the race and obviously we're in the nelson cruz sweepstakes once again for this year so you never know they might land him in a trade that'll bring nelson cruz to the fold which i, I would like i mean the guy's in his 40s but he's still raking a lot which is good because they need some more power in that lineup so it'll be interesting to see i'm really the al east this year is really stacked with even all 
except well, except for the Orioles and the Yankees are in a dumpster fire right now. They can just go away. <laughs> uh, but like you know, the the Blue Jays are still kind of keeping up, but the Rays and the Red Sox to see what kind of interesting moves they have the trade deadline. I'm really I'm really interested in seeing what all the contenders do this trade deadline because there's so many really big names that are out there that are just going to be kind of dangling as carrots to, to teams. I know Max Scherzer's name has been out there. Joey Gallo's right. out there, even Aaron judge and John Carlos Stanton from the Yankees. They've been, been rumored to be traded because the Yankees just need to blow it up and trade it down, which I'm fine with. Cause they're terrible people. And, and <laughs> terrible team. Did you, uh, did you two see that uh, one of their own fans got kicked out and banned yes. from all 30 stadiums because he was being a dummy and threw a baseball at uh, one of the Red Sox players? You guys see that? Yes. Yeah. Did you see I'm how guilty he looked when they were yes. going up to him? He just sat there like, he was like, what have I done? Uh, it's like, it's like lie better. Yeah, yeah have some self-respect and lie better. But no, I, this is like a weird phenomenon and we saw it in the NBA playoffs too and even in the NFL season. Like stop harassing players like in all sports it's right. it's so wild to me that like these people that could kill you in about 10 seconds flat <laughs> you think like the smartest thing to do is throw something at them like that seems strange yeah expect well you know you can kind of expect this from yankees fans because you know have we've Fair. we've talked about this on the show many times like they're terrible people and they'll especially in that rivalry with the red sox and yankees which has been kind of tame Ever since uh, the Red Sox have won their last championships, there hasn't been really a rivalry between them for a long, long time. It's been more like the Rays and the Yankees or the Rays and the Red Sox. So um, if this guy was maybe trying to start it up, it was a bad way. Because I'm sure he was probably up there. And as soon as he threw that ball, he regretted that decision. <laughs> yeah, immediately. You know I mean? He did. Yeah. I'm sure he was like, oh, God. And, <laughs> tried to, and tried I can to never like, go to a baseball game ever again. Yeah, what an idiot. What like so insane. and he was young too. Like that's a long life to live. Like knowing you can you can never bring your kids to a baseball game. Like yeah. that's sad. Yeah. Like why why can't you go to a baseball game? Because my daddy was a dumbass when he was <laughs> he was younger. Oh my gosh. No, but I mean that's like that's unforgivable though. If you're growing up. Yeah. Stop. Like that's, that, that's gonna stop. scar like a child growing up. Like I like yeah I I never liked baseball because my dad was a dummy. Because he threw a ball and tried to hit a player, but he's a Yankees that, fan, so you know that kid is, is going to be sad enough and grow up and be like a comedian or something. Because the best comedians are the people with the hardest lives. Yeah, so he's, he's going to grow up, up all that trauma. That story. Yeah, yeah, he's going to grow up and humor. tell that story. <laughs> that should be one of the, that should be one of the things that's a prerequisite for him if he's on a date with like uh you know with somebody saying you know I can't go to any baseball games. Yeah. Any, oh, anywhere. Put it in, like his Bumble profile, thinking yeah. it's like super funny and cool, and people are gonna be like, "Ew." Yeah. Okay. No, he was with a girl. Like I, you see oh her like trail out like depressed. How like, mortified? Yeah. Like if I was on a date or if that was my boyfriend and he did that, I would leave him there and I would never talk to him again. That's like, the worst thing for me. You too had would have every right to do that too as well. If yeah. I was on a date with that guy, I would definitely walk out <laughs> as well. So I, I, like, I don't know him and I'm staying for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah, no. I would. You know what? I would do that. Yeah, too. Like, like, yeah. like, like she can, left with him. I'd be like, I don't know who this is. But like, I can Uber home, pal. Like, yeah, I'm watching the rest of the game. See ya. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even like you that much anyways. So. <sighs> yeah. So they must have been like together together because if it was like at first or it doesn't 10th date. I don't like we're not dating dating. I'm leaving you like I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not I don't know you. I've never seen you. We've never met. 
not leaving the stadium. Would but. that be a, a divorceable? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I wouldn't even have to like question it. I'd be like, who no. did I marry? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's the same thing as people. Like, have you ever gone on a date with someone and they're just like really rude to servers and they like don't tip well and they just say things that you're just, you're, you're like, who is this person that I'm with that I, do, I don't know this person? I've actually broken up with someone because they were rude to a server and left like a 13% tip, even though they had a trust fund. And I was like, excuse me. So, <laughs> no, that's so valid. It, it's the same, it's the same vibe. They're like the same kind of person. Okay. I can um, see that. Very divorceable offense in my book. Yeah. 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 See, I, I, like, I don't even know you. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, have hey, you hey. seen those? Have you seen the memes where it's like um, people realizing that their husband is just a stranger or their girlfriend's just a stranger? <laughs> have you heard no. of that? No. <laughs> it's, it's so relatable because they're like, when you've been with someone for four years and you look over while they're driving and you realize this person's just a stranger that's been living in your house. (laughs) And it's like, like, that is so accurate though. Like, you know, you don't know this person, but that's how I would feel in that moment. All right. Do you want to get into football? Uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, what we really want to talk about here is yeah. football. Yeah, of course. Cool. Let's, let's yeah, start we're, we're not trying to rain on your lightning and rays parade, but not, not at all. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for football. Like I'm ready. Even okay. though I have to, I have to turn down a couple like fantasy football leagues because of the impending birth of my, my son. I I'm ready for football. So kids, I'm, man, I know. God, <laughs> whippersnappers. Damn. <laughs> All right, so we'll start. Let's talk about the Buccaneers. Well, really quickly, because nothing really happened. They went to the White House um, to do their typical, like, Super Bowl-winning White House visit. The surprising part is that Tom Brady was also in attendance, which I don't think he's been to the White House since 2005, I guess, which was George W. Bush. That's pretty interesting, um, considering how many opportunities he's had to go there. But yeah, I, I do love his jokes. Like he he's becoming a person I no, I don't want to say like, but I don't <laughs> I thought you were gonna say love. Much. I don't despise him. Yeah. I don't despise him anymore. That's correct. I don't despise him. Like he made some funny jokes. He's also like he had a questionable political background, so I was interested yeah. to see how this was gonna go. But uh he was pretty funny. I don't know what yeah. he And his haircut? I, like yeah. he looked like cool like i was like since when do you have like some swag like i was so thrown off i i gotta know who's writing his jokes he's gotta have a team of he's not that funny or quippy he's gotta have a team of writers that said okay these are your best bits these are these are gold especially going to the white house and you're gonna be up there talking the, the, I'm sure he's employing guys from SNL or something like that because the way he's been tr- the way he's been trolling everybody, even like when he when they were doing the match, and he was just hammering Aaron Rodgers. It's it's yep. comedy gold. I, I Tom Brady is I I used to despise the man. He is he's a, a great American hero. That's that's all I got to say about that. That's so, dramatic. I won't go. Yeah, that I don't know if I can go that far yet. Um, but I, he I, has I, been funny. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I also like, I will say, I think when he was in New England, he was very much, I think he had a lot of the same influence as far as like, just the route the team was taking and, and who we had around him, obviously. But I think now it just really shows like how good of a culture they've built in that locker room for him to go and be part of that and like 
make the jokes and be there for his team because that's something you know like we said before it's, he doesn't typically do and he's like made it a point not to do so I, I do like the fact that he was there and it was very much like a light-hearted event um I think it speaks a lot to like what they've built culture-wise there so I mean if anything they're having a good time I, I tell you what if you're uh you're a quarterback you don't like your situation come down to Florida we'll change you for the better <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say Florida, but I would well, say Tampa, 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 Tampa right sorry. now. Yeah. Tampa, Tampa, you know, well, you know, Jacksonville doesn't really count right now. Miami's still kind of Blake, Blake Bortles is pounding back his like 27th bush light of the night. And he's like, not Florida. <laughs> I promise you. It's not just, it's not Florida. It's Tampa. I, it's but Tampa. yeah, sorry. Tampa. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I apologize. But yeah, it was, it was good to see them go. I know there's a, a few guys that did not show up, but you know, that's, with every White House visit, but it's all good. But yeah, Brady's got jokes who, and jokes, man. Who didn't show also up? Bruce Arians. I, um, fly. No, I Bruce Arians Bruce. looked. He looked red. He looked <laughs> very, always. very red. Like yeah, he but had, always looks red. <laughs> What's new? Been well. He looked redder than usual. He looked like he'd been sitting out in the sun for maybe a few hours and not put it any sunscreen on. Yeah. yeah, or he was, was nervous hot. and he was flushed, but he looked red. I was, I dude, you need some SPF, SPF, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, I think Antonio Brown didn't show up, uh, Gronk didn't show up, but you know, I would have loved to see Gronk there, that would have been fun, yeah. I, I mean, Antonio Brown doesn't surprise me because it's Antonio yeah. Brown, but I'd assume Gronk is a little more, I guess, uh, along the lines of why I'm surprised that Tom Brady kind of was there, I guess, is why I'm not that surprised that Gronk isn't there. And that's all I'll say about it. But I think, um, yeah, I mean, that's not a lot of people. There's a lot of people there, though, considering, yeah. like, over the past, you know, few years what we've seen. And it's been, like, it's a whole different situation, obviously. But it is very – it was it was a fun vibe. I was following it pretty closely. So um, – and then a lot of people, you know, within the organization that got to go, which is yeah. good for them. So. It's a really cool cool thing to I see when, uh, when Tampa Bay goes to the White House after winning another <clears throat> championship. So it's all good, you know. I just want to put that out there. Anyways. Okay, well, let's move on. So, because <laughs> uh, we're all tired of talking about the Buccaneers. Um, uh, no, so Aaron Rodgers, maybe a potential quarterback for Tampa Bay, eventually, in the future. Uh, he turned down, reportedly turned down a two-year extension from the Packers, which would make him the highest-paid quarterback and player in football, and tie him to the Packers for the next five years. Jordan we've talked me and Jordan have extensively talked about what we yeah. think every week we talk about what we think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. We get closer to the start of the regular season, but I'm interested to think if you, how do you feel this changes what we've kind of been saying over the past few weeks and few months about Aaron Rodgers likelihood of playing football in Green Bay? You know, I think this was a major game changer because we've talked about it extensively. I've especially been kind of living in like this parallel universe where I keep telling myself everything's going to be fine like week after week when I have nothing to really go off of that anymore. And this was kind of like everything isn't fine because if you're going to turn down that much money, he'd be tied to them, I believe, till 2026 with the contract mm -hmm. extension if he took it. So if you're going to turn down being the highest, not only the highest paid quarterback, the highest paid player in the entire league, it's kind of like them trying to make up for everything they've done. And you're still going to say no, like this isn't about money anymore. This isn't like he is 
pissed. And I think it's just making me more and more nervous. But at the same time, he didn't opt out for this season. We don't really like, I, I don't know what to think because there's nothing telling me he's retiring. There's nothing telling me he's not taking the year off because he had that opportunity and didn't take it. And now it's just kind of like, what the heck are you thinking? Like, I don't, I don't really know where his head's at at all. Cause every day we're thrown for another loop for this saga. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that because every time I turn on like the Pat McAfee show, it's, there's another piece to this ongoing saga which we won't even get any kind of ending to until maybe the season starts like it, yeah. it's it's so that that relationship with him and the Packers is so dysfunctional and so gross and just it's almost as like if they got like they have been divorced but they're still kind of working out okay who gets the kids but they haven't been really officially divorced yet because yeah. we don't know if he's going to say they're maybe. separated yeah they're they separated yeah they haven't got the legal divorce yet they're in they're in litigation right now yeah they're trying to figure out okay who's going to get the kids who's going to get the house but there's no official word yet because they might get back together or they might call it quits or he might it's like it's it's so i we were I, on a break i know exactly <laughs> i i it i it's such a power move for him though. He's got so much yeah. hand in yeah. this, this like relationship. He's just, he's like, I, he, he's just sitting back going, I don't have to come back. I can just go and maybe uh host jeopardy for the rest of my life. I don't have yeah. to come back or I can wait and maybe uh sign with another team if I wanted to. Yeah. It, it's mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. he's just, ha he has them by the nuts so much. It's so now it's comedic to this point, to be honest. No, it really is. And I think it's crazy too, because I think, for the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking like, well, what can the Packers do for him? And now right. this comes out that they've basically offered him everything and then some, and he's still not taking it because of how bad they've consistently screwed him over right. over the last couple of years. And it's like, you can't just wipe all that under the rug with a big check. Like it just doesn't work like that. Hold on. So before I, we, before we get into this, hold on a second. Okay. I'm going to, hi, Mike. I knew you were going to put hi, that Mike. comment. I knew you were <laughs> going to Mike. put that comment up there. <laughs> hi, Mike. We don't really talk in depth about NHL stuff a lot on this show. Uh, I we don't do stats. We just talk about what has been happening. Uh, the Stanley Cup championship was a couple weeks ago. It's done and it's over with. Yeah, I didn't know how many times somebody did a five peat or a three peat. Not a not a lot of people know that. Nobody has to know a lot about that stuff. Um, so we're, <laughs> we've moved on. We've moved on to to baseball, and now we're moving on to the Buccaneers, and then now NFL news. So if you don't want to listen to any more of this stuff, you can hop off the stream. We're not talking about NHL stuff anymore. Thank you, Mike. Peace and thank you. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love. Um, love that for you. Also, yes. back when they did, went back when you win like five consecutive times in like the fifties and sixties. I don't know that it counts past like it doesn't new era yeah. leagues, but yeah, it's, it's I, like the Yankees saying they've won twenty seven championships. Well, that's yeah correct. when uh, when right. you played maybe ten teams in the league uh, before any kind of expansion happened. You're, those you don't even count anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowls. It's exactly. just it's what it's yeah. But yeah, yeah I I agree, and I think the thing that that's interesting about Aaron Rodgers is that. I agree with Stephen A. Smith for like uh, what, what? one of the only times. <laughs> because what? I know, right? I know we're struggling, but he he said it's not about money, it's not about football, right? And he's right, it's not about right. money, and and you can say that. And like, there's a lot of people saying he's holding out for money. Clearly, not the case. Some people saying he just wants to go to a team where he can win a championship. I'm sorry, but you're going to be hard pressed to find a team that can afford it, 
make the room, sign him this season, and then have the other players that you have to pay to get to the Super Bowl, right? Like Green Bay is in a better position than any other team that is available to take Aaron Rodgers. They were right there. They were right there. And so if you want to win a Super Bowl and you want to make the money, that is the clear-cut way to go. It's all about culture and how they screwed him over, and he's making a point. I do think that come the start of the regular season, he's going to be under center for the Packers because I think he's mentioned like he has no issues with the players, no issues with the coaches, no issues with Jordan Love at all. It's just it is very much how they treated him and how everything went down. But at the same time, you think about a trade, unless you get a trade done with Denver, like right before the start of the season, which is the only way I could see him not being in Green Bay, then what it doesn't really help you if you want to continue to play football, because then again, you want to raise your price. Uh, you want to remind people who you are. You want to go back and you want to play a good season. Then you want to make your price higher for next season for wherever you end up. Because remember, the cap is going up right. well above 200 next year, right? Like almost $210 million next year. So we're looking at a lot of teams that are going to have a lot more money to play with and a lot more just room to kind of make that type of trade work. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense for him not to play this season, but I think it will be very last minute. Wait, I did see a hypothetical trade that I want to share with you guys. I want to hear your thoughts. I love trades. It's between, Kaylee, you're going to love this too. It's between the Packers and the Dolphins. Dolphins get Aaron Rodgers. Packers get Xavier Howard, a 2022 first, a 2022 second, and a 2023 first. Thoughts? No, I wouldn't do it. I, 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 it's fun. It's fun to think about. It's fun. I mm-hmm. and that it's like on paper it kind of sounds cool but then long term I just think the Dolphins are getting screwed and they're so close yeah. to like being like that great next level team. The first second I saw it I was like this is perfect. But then I just think there's a that, that's giving up a lot. That's giving up the next couple years your first like there's a lot to that. But for this year only, it would be sick. And then you think Tua gets to sit behind Rodgers, which would be incredible. But I don't know. I just thought it was cool to think about. I It's, yeah. it's fun. And I'm going to disagree with Mike again. I disagree with uh, that, it, too. It, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not his ego. If uh, I think Mike is just a strictly hockey fan because I don't think he follows. I think they're Canadian. I think yeah, he's Yeah, I think so. It, it, he's at a, time, a point in time in his career. He's, what, 38 right now? I think he's yeah. 30. Yeah, yeah, I think 30, he's, 30, he's, 30, he's 39. So he's got realistically, unless he, you know, he's drinking from the same pool as, as Tom Brady, where he can live forever or whatever, <laughs> you know, realistically Aaron Rodgers probably has until maybe 40, 41, depending on how his body keeps up and, and whatnot. So, and I think all along what he wants is look, you know, I've been with this team for a long time. I've won you a championship. I want a seat at the table. I want to be able to say, these are the guys I want in the draft. These are, this is what we need to do. Like, I want to be part of this decision making, and you haven't done that. You're kind of treating me like I'm the rookie, and you don't want, you don't care what I have to say. Like, other guys in the league have that power. Like, Russell Wilson has that power. Tom Brady mm-hmm. definitely has that power. Like, a lot of those guys that, that are in the top echelon of elite quarterbacks have that power of who they want on their team. Like, Peyton Manning had that to a T when he was in Indianapolis and when he was with Denver. And that's what Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers wants. And, yeah, you know, Kaylee, like you said before, like, he loves everybody that he plays with. 
And the only issues that he has is with the guys that are running the show because the Packers don't have a per se owner. They have a like a board of directors pretty much. And he just wants to see to that table. Will yeah. it get done before the season? We don't know. It's it's the 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 size of this is almost like, okay, you guys are just dumbasses because this is the guy that was pretty much a kick away from leading, you know, leading you guys to another Super Bowl. So it's like get it done. Because you don't want yeah. this to keep just drying out until the the beginning of the season. Because then you have to you have to put in Jordan Love, who apparently Jordan Love isn't really that ready yet. And you're just right. going to have Aaron Rodgers yeah. kind of twiddling his thumbs on the sideline, going, "I told you so." Like, let's let's do something here. I love I love yeah. it because it's it's off it's off season uh, drama, and I love that, especially when it comes to you know other teams that aren't mine. And I love this. <laughs> I love. I mean, this. I love. I love players taking control, right? And I don't. I don't agree. I don't think this is his ego. I don't think he's being a brat. I don't think he no. wants a bunch of money. I don't think he wants a bunch of things. Like I think he wants respect. And other, he's earned it. Other players in the league, like you mentioned, have it. Tom Brady has that, right? Like he has that ability to know, not be blindsided in the draft. Not and and you look at Jordan Love, and like you said, he's not ready to start for the Green Bay Packers, especially not with the caliber of team that we right. saw them have last year. And so right. so the whole point of you didn't develop this guy to be your starting quarterback. So you drafted him to prove a point to undermine your quarterback who's putting butts in seats, who's making your franchise relevant and has mm-hmm. done that for how many years now? And you went behind his back, you undermined him, you didn't tell him, you didn't include him in that process. So to say that he's out there for money or just to be on a championship team, like that's kind of BS because there's other players that have this respect. I think that's where the whole league is going is when someone is making the machine run and and getting people to come out and watch your team and making your team relevant and putting them in the map and making them contenders, you know, most of the time that he's on the field, then I think that's you know, where you earn that respect and you earn that seat at the table to be able to be informed about those decisions. So I don't disagree with him at all. And I think the more this plays out, the more I agree with him uh, altogether. But I do think at the end of the day, if he wants to do what's best for him and his teammates, which I think is what will happen, um, then I think we will see him play. And I do think he cares about the team. Like, I don't think he's going to leave them out to dry, but I do think that it's going to be very last minute. But again, I wouldn't be upset if Aaron Rodgers comes in the day before the game and, and lines up under center. Like I, I'm just not worried. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I would be totally worried because he's Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and he's pulling the entire cheese family nation right now. Do you know how many exports are down on Swiss cheese, Gorgonzola, the Gabagool? No one's working out there in Wisconsin. They're all dying. But yes, he'll be ready to go if he shows up 10 minutes before we all run out of the practice field because he's a Hall of Famer. He's a professional. But you got to think, though, what happened? What's the locker room going to be like if this guy comes back? Is it going to be an atmosphere for winning? No. Yeah, I think well, so. I think, I, I I think so. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Well, attack the sunburn guy with the big head. <laughs> Look, the team has been nothing but supportive, right? Like the players who have spoken out about it, I really think have shown support. And I think that's what makes me on his side a little more, right? Like we've seen this happen where people are just like kind of brats and they're kind and we've seen that happen before where they're just asking for things that they don't deserve. And you have none of that locker room support. You don't have people speaking up on behalf of those players. But here, 
for Aaron Rodgers, you have a lot of people around the league, around the Packers locker room that are speaking up for Aaron Rodgers. So I think, I think if anything, players will want to play for Aaron Rodgers last season in Green Bay more than anything else. I mean, he can always come down to Tampa Bay when, you know, Tom I know that was, your, <laughs> they don't have that was the your money theory. for anybody, Man, let alone barely this year. And then next year, they really well, don't have well tom, tom brady's uh trainer and life coach and guru has said he's gonna play till 45 so he's gonna play out his you know contract so you know aaron Rodgers always pop down my yoga instructor could predict my life for the next five years <laughs> yeah <It'd> be groovy <laughs> hey i mean i i'm gonna still stand by it aaron Rodgers comes down to tampa bay it's all good okay and he'll be he'll be like 40 so that's fine it's Whatever. it's rogers with a d rogers it's right. The D is silent, like Django. Like, 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 like Django. It's Rogers. <laughs> Correct. All right. Do we want to talk about um, the LA Rams and their running back room? I know problems. Chip wants to because he sent a very, very good article out to I mean, you, which I read. It was just, it was good. good. It was good, buddy. It was good. I can't tell I, if you're being sarcastic. I mean, I can't either. That's why he just smiles the whole time. <laughs> no, it was good. No, it was very like I, I, you told me you might have gotten in my spam folder. I checked it. I read yeah. it. It was good. It was really good. I, I thought I, of some some players and some guys that were mentioned earlier, a couple of minutes after it happened, and it made a lot of sense. And I sent it to you two silly faces too. So it's probably in your spam folders as well. But I sent an article on your Gmails or Yahoo's, whichever one I have, and it talked about. How Akers was really positioning himself for a uh, just a bigger workload, and he was going to be the cowbell back. And it's so horrible to see these guys that you know his first year he was in a, a kind of a running back by committee. You saw you know Henderson, you saw Brown, you saw him, and he had respectable stats coming out, sure in a backfield, and did well uh, in postseason. And it just hurts when athletes. They seem to train all year round now and just the, the, you know, he was working out and blew out his Achilles, which he already had other problems, I think, in his knee before this. So it's kind of a thing that connects everything. So now you're a young guy. He's going to be in his third season. He won't have the nice touch of the turf this year to his foot. He'll be rehabbing all year, and it'll be the same story second verse. of a running back who's had a major injury, had minor injuries before, coming into a third year. And it's just going to be an uphill battle. And I felt bad for Cam Akers, really. It's I, really I, sad. I wanted to yeah. ask all three of you, but I know Sean McVay's already said they don't, they're not going to go and, and sign anybody. They, they've got Daryl Henderson already there, and they've got like a, th- a couple other guys too that really haven't touched the ground for snaps. Yeah. Do, do, you, do, you th- do you think McVay's just saying that just to say that? Or do you think they're saying, okay, we're just going to roll with Henderson or maybe go out and sign somebody for cheap? Because there's a lot of guys still out there. I don't have jobs. I mean, I wouldn't go back to Todd Gurley because he's broken down. I mean, Adrian uh, AP still AP still out there. You can get him for cheap to, to come in LA. I mean, yeah, the Rams are not a team that's scared to make a big move. Like they're right. not scared to trade and go. So to me, I think they should just because. Like, what's the worst you can do? Like, it just adds depth. Like, it's not going to hurt you in any way, but it's just kind of like that backbone. And I kind of tweeted it out as a joke the other day, and I was joking, like, Shady, LaShawn McCoy, still available. Not that he's going to be the guy that goes out and puts up crazy numbers. Like, he's older. But for some reason, the last two teams he's been on, like, that's where the Lombardi has gone. (laughs) So it's more of a good luck charm. But, yeah, you have him. You have AP. Like, I would – 
absolutely not taking anything away from Henderson, but literally what's the worst it's going to add? Like I, when you, that was going to be your main guy. I would definitely go out and get a couple extra pieces just to have, just in case, God forbid, you never know. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at Adrian Peterson and you look at someone like Frank Gore, all the guys that are out there that are big names, they just don't really fit the Sean McVay offense, the scheme, the style that we're looking for the Rams to play and that we've seen them play. And so I, I guess like when you look at Duke Johnson, he's a guy that's been brought up. I think Chris Thompson played under Sean McVay, but I'm a big proponent of staying in house on this one. I think if you have the money and the flexibility, why not go get someone? But I also think when you have to cut down your roster after camp, there's, I'm going to make a case because I've seen this kid play all of college, but Otis Anderson is on their roster undrafted free agent. Cannot believe he went undrafted. He's just a guy that plays a Sean McVay offense. He plays, he's that pass catcher. He has experience as a wide receiver. He's he's a returner. He's a like insanely fast running back. He's very shifty. He he has all of the traits that the Rams are looking for in a running back. And when you have those people that are under and, and they're kind of in the shadows of someone like Daryl Henderson and, 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 you know, I mean, Cam Akers was just that number one guy, but if you have the chance to elevate those players that are already in your system are familiar with their franchise and maybe fit your offense a little better than some of these free agents that you're going to be spending probably a little too much money for what they have to offer to be, if we're all being honest, then I think you should do that. And I think Sean McVay is a guy that we've seen him kind of elevate those smaller name guys, right? He like he loves to throw chances at guys who he thinks are really talented and really versatile and put them on a bigger stage. So I'm a big fan of Otis Anderson. I think if you have the money to go get a free agent, go do it. I wouldn't go for Adrian Peterson. I definitely wouldn't go for Frank Gore. But I mean, go for somebody that you think fits your style and isn't just going to ride the bench the entire season. And I think elevate the guys you have you have in the locker room. And I think we've seen it happen in LA specifically with the Rams. And I think that's a really good opportunity for those guys to get a little more play time, but I wouldn't be too upset with what they have in house. Honestly, like they're not in a terrible situation considering all of the factors going into their offense. Kevin, can I throw out some of the names you saw in the article and get reactions from please, please do. Cause I was just about <laughs> to say something about those names because I, I definitely think they could go and get somebody just to have depth in there, but the Rams aren't really known for running the ball a lot anyways. They're more of a throwing team. And now since you brought over Matthew Stafford, you're going to be throwing yeah. the ball even more. So, you know, going and overpaying for a free agent that is, you know, either on his last legs or an unproven guy, I, I, I agree with Kaylee staying, you know, stay in house because you can develop those guys with the guys that you have now. So, yeah, throw them out, man. All right. Well, I went the the old man rivers or old man winter route is what I said. Kaylee hit some of the backs I mentioned right on the head. Adrian Peterson, you have a Frank Gore, you have some other guys, Evan mentioned Todd Gurley. Some of the guys that I thought about and kind of rang true were the situations I like was one going to the Houston Texans. They have David Johnson, they have Philip Lindsay, they have Mark Ingram, all three in one stable. We all know their team is not going anywhere. So if you were... <laughs> The LA, you know, if you were the Rams, where would you would you take a, a Philip Lindsay who's coming off, should be close to near his rookie contract? And would you take a mix? Would you take either David Johnson or Mark Ingram? Or what do you guys who would you take? I think the money in all those guys is minimal. It's under three million dollars for each guy. I'd so pass. I'd pass. Yeah. I'd pass. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If anything, okay. if I was going to make a move, I would take a free agent, sign him to a one-year deal, just get through this season because th then evaluate where Cam Akers is at, see if he's coming back healthy, how he's looking, and then maybe decide if you want to make a bigger move. But I just don't think it's those. worth it. I'd okay, say I, I, I'd say go after old man Frank Gore because he's he's like 800 years old, but he can, he can be consistent no, with your team. Fun fun fact about Frank Gore: so I guess he would be the oldest running back in the league to have a carry, like in history. There's never been someone that old to have a carry in a game. So if if they did that, <laughs> it'd be fun to watch. The old man winner. Okay, option two. Okay, we'll go to another crowded backfield and another AFC team. Indianapolis Colts, you have Naheem Hines, ooh, you have Jordan Wilkins, ooh, you have a Marlon Mack who was injured, and then you obviously have all-world Jonathan Taylor who's not going anywhere, but out of the three that I just mentioned, Marlon Mack was injured, he came back on a smaller deal, you know Naheem Hines has a bunch of different specialties, kick return, passing back, Jordan Wilkins also saw some time can catch out of the backfield and runs with a little bit of power. I ask you, who do you think out of those maybe the Rams could pry away? You like those options better, though, don't you? I like them better, but yeah. I think they're going to be more, more appealing. They're more appealing, but they're going to be more expensive. Yeah. All those guys are on very, very short-term deals, not very expensive. I'd go Hines then. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Hines would definitely like Hines. fit the Rams the best. Yeah. Yeah, Hines, Hines is almost like – I mean, he is that pass-catching bag. I like him out of those three. So we all agree. That's the yeah. one I think – and I told, I wrote in the article on the bottom, I don't think he's probably going anywhere. The Colts recognize his talent, and it would take a lot maybe to pry him away. All right, so I left the juiciest and tastiest option. The guy that I love the most, the guy that has the most motivation. We track on over to New England. We go see Sony Michelle still on his rookie deal, did not pick up his fifth-year extension. Already have Harris. They already got James White. They already got things squared away. He's in his last year before he signs another contract. Motivation is key. He's been in the Belichick system. He's a good upright runner. I think that is the best option personally that you can go get a guy who's going to be motivated last year of his deal patriots aren't going to hold on to him they already have a slew of people in their backfield james white never going anywhere because he's going to be a patriot for the rest of his life and harris they're saying is coming out showing great uh strides we'll learn more about him the next week or so over training camp so sony michelle fifth year option could probably get him for what two four? Maybe. And I, don't, I don't love it. You don't love Sony? Michelle? I don't love it. And here's why. I don't think okay. one, I don't think the style really fits the Rams. So I don't know I, that okay. Sean McVay would be excited by him. I think for him, it's best case scenario because you're in a place where, like you said, they don't pick up your option. They added a, a ton of offensive talent this season. So you yeah. have no idea what your, what your role is there going forward. This is a chance to kind of reinvigorate your career and you're yeah. still young. So for him, it's best case scenario. For the Rams, again, I don't see him fitting in Sean McVay's offense. I also, I think the Rams, like, if they're not going in-house, if they're going to look anywhere outside to bring anyone in, mm -hmm. I'm really feeling someone that's not going to feel the need to be the star of the show or to be 
how do I say this? They, they are more concerned with being a team player, knowing their role as like a one year fill in the blank when we don't have Cam Angers person, not a person who's looking to refresh their name and, and start like this brand new career and, and make this huge name for himself in another city. Because I think the Rams need limited distraction in that area. Like, I think they need someone who's going to come in maybe as a veteran can like, provide some guidance to a younger running back room and really kind of stay out of the way as far as like headlines go, as far as personality goes, just provide some guidance, do their part and be ready to walk away after a year. I don't see Sony Michelle being that guy because I do think that he's looking for that second chance to like restart in a new place and it makes sense for him. So for him, 100%, if someone's going to take you and if it's the Rams, like 100% go if you can, but for them, I don't see it as like I don't see it being that attractive to them. I think that's I think that's partially right. The Rams are in a win now window, guys. Their defense is not going to be held together. They got too many talent. They got too. They don't have enough money. They don't have draft picks. If the Rams don't do it this year, you're looking at a toppling house of Jenga. You're looking at the center block missing in every row, and anytime you breathe or sneeze close to the tower it's wobbling so i think that i don't know in-house options they're young and they're they're ucf like you said kelly what you mentioned um otis anderson uh great guy i just think they're gonna have to go somewhere mcveigh saying hey we're not we're in house we're great but i'll guarantee you before training camp the phones are ringing at every nfl organization with running backs after if anybody gets hurt hopefully not Definitely ringing, but I think phones are all ringing and they're going to try to find somebody else just to share the load. I can agree on that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I those think out of all, I think I think out of all those guys, if they were try were to make a move, I think Hines would make the most most sense. But I, I think, think Hines or Philip Lindsay. I would like him too. But I think going mm -hmm. with, with what Kaylee said earlier, I think just kind of staying in house is what you kind of need to focus on right now. And, see how and Evan, is. going after kind of what you said too, and Chip with your theory, like they are in a win now situation and you right, gave right. up everything for Matt Stafford. Yeah. They're not looking for, they're not going to be focusing as much on the run game. Like yeah. it's there. They want yeah, Matt Stafford yeah. to look like Matt Stafford and they want him mm -hmm. to be flashy and young and like exciting. <laughs> like this probably Kim Akers is a huge blow, yeah. but it doesn't really destroy their system. If that makes right. sense. It does. Right. They, they um, still have a they still have a lot of weapons they can use. Yeah, right? and they yeah. drafted they drafted a couple guys in later rounds too that they could throw out there to just get them through and then see where Cam's at. So it sucks, but it's not the worst thing that could have happened to them. Well, when they talk about Cam, when they talk about Cam Akers, they talk about like his ability to also be a pass catcher, right? Like they never talk about him as this traditional running back for their yeah. run game that they're trying to really reinforce. They talk about him as a versatile player. So again, if you can get anyone in that slot who can provide something in the run game and the pass game, I think you've won. So I think they're going to steer away from those like heavy, big, low to the ground power back guys that really just don't fit what they're trying to do. But I mean, I, I agree. I think any veteran presence in a locker room, I mean, you you can't beat really. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Now, like we said, the other three backs in the stable, no zero snaps for an offensive series in the NFL. You got to start. Well. You got to start somewhere, though, Chip. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> well, everybody, I love Matt Stafford. He went to the University of Georgia. He's a great quarterback. Guys, it took Tom Brady 12 weeks to figure out, um, you know, 
what the situation was in Tampa and get the talent up to speed. Guys, this is going to be rough for Matt Stafford. Not to mention the fact the Rams offensive line, shambles. Shambles. <laughs> so Matt Stafford, under pressure, new offense. It's going to be a long first half of the season for Rams fans. So everybody just hold on tight and we'll, we'll figure it out together. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold on Matt Stafford. I'm 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 on I'm on the fence too because I I really want him to do well. Really optimistic. Well, I really want him to do well because he had he had so many. There there could have been promising years in Detroit. I mean, he had Megatron for a long time, and a lot of people were like, "Oh well, he had Megatron and they didn't win." It's like, well, they had like no defense at all, so. And, and they already and, have a good offensive line. Yeah, either. they have no offensive line to protect Matthew Stafford, who's got yeah. like he's he's a bionic man by right now with all like the metal inside his body and everything. So. Stafford, so the same quarterback who hasn't won a playoff game, who hasn't done anything special in another <laughs> organization. So, you know, we'll see. I'm optimistic. I I hope for the best, but you know, it's Matthew Stafford, so we'll see. All right. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be it for today's show. Do we have any final thoughts before we get out of here? 50 days counting down next week nfl channel all day every day training camp updates it's like christmas in july i can't wait i'm uh, we love it <clears throat> mock drafts mock drafts and mock drafts for fantasy football it's it's here it's the season it's of happiness it's the us. most wonderful time <laughs> of the year my sunburn looks really prevalent in this light. It looks great. Wow. Can barely notice it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it looks like you had on like a blindfold or something. I, sunglasses. That would be the famous oh, yeah, yeah. Oakland tan that I am sporting right now. Oh. Makes sense. I figured I'd come at the end of the show so you guys could have the least amount of time to poke fun at me. That was my goal. <laughs> well played. Well played. You even got uh-huh. like your equipment to play along. You were like, <laughs> you got the whole thing down. But all right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Play the Bay TV everywhere. Subscribe, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow Onside Chicks on Twitter at Onside Chicks Pod. Instagram at Onside Chicks, subscribe on Twitch, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and we will catch you guys. There's llamas behind you, by the way, Kaylee. There are. I don't know if they're okay. alpacas or llamas. Okay, I'll give it alpacas. They're not That's mine. I'm, I'm still trying to come up with names for them. They're not mine. I mean, they are mine now, but yeah. Aaron okay. and Ro- Aaron and Rogers. There you go. There we go. I love that. I love that. <laughs> It's a it's a new meaning to a Monday morning quarterbacking on the couch. Oh, so <laughs> love it. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Go. Thanks for listening to Play the Bay. We'll be back again with another episode on the Believe Podcasting Network. If interested in advertising, please contact Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.